Welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to watch. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me is the wonderful and hilarious, my work husband, the man who knows how to uncrank me when I'm feeling cranky. It's Ronnie Karam. How are you? Well, hi, Ben. How are you? I am. I I am great. I'm great because it's Monday, and uh, we had two hilarious episodes of Bravo last night. Salt Lake City, which we'll recap on the next episode, and Potomac, which we're recapping on this episode. We also had the ultimate girls trip or housewives trip, whatever it's called. That trailer came out today, and it looks amazing. And we also found out that um, Megan King Edmonds is kind of doing like a Carly Kloss and marrying <laughs> into the presidential family. And it's just been like a lot to take on this morning, Ronnie. It has actually been quite a bit um, for Bravo. Because, you know, Bravo goes like, no news, no news. Like, oh, God, Erica's still, you know, everybody's still hating on Erica. Which, by the way, I'm not judging because I'll post 30,000 Erica memes. I don't care. But, you know, there comes a point where it's like, is there anything else in life? And then today happens and shit just starts (laughs) falling from the sky, you know? Yeah, it's like nothing, 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 nothing. Megan King, (laughs) making Edmonds is now going to be Megan King's Biden Owens, basically. Like, this is what world is it that Megan King is now associated with Joe Biden? But you know what, though? We're actually going to dive into that more uh, tonight on Take a Seat, which is our show on Spotify Greenroom. Um, you could just download the app, Spotify Greenroom. You don't need a Spotify account, but if you have one, you can use it. It's free. It starts at 7 o'clock on the West Coast, 10 o'clock on the East Coast. We're going to talk about all sorts of Bravo stuff. You guys can chime in. We're getting more and more people every week, which is really cool. And you guys all have such like interesting and very funny things to say. So it's a really fun, interactive thing. So please come join us. And um, also, also, uh, next week, more? next Monday. There's more? There's more, Ronnie. There's more next Monday. Wow. Next Monday, we have some shit to, we have some shit to share. Okay. We have some, we have something. We are revealing next Monday, and so make sure that you are listening to the podcast or following us on social media next Monday, the 18th, because it's important, all right? Because it's, it's going down. It's going down. We're going. To, we're, we're relocating to the Roundup, guys. We will now be recording all shows at the Roundup. In other huge news, um, we just had our 1600th episode last what? week on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is actually perfect, right? And guess what? We also recorded with a really good podcast called Sinisterhood. Okay. Yeah. And these ladies taught me about a new microphone that I can speak really close like this and sound like this. And then I can yell over here and sound like this. So hopefully I will blow your ears out less for the next 1600 episodes my little <laughs> crappens darlings hopefully it'll work yeah. so feel free to give me notes if i'm yelling too much in your face if i need to move more away from my mic but i think i found the trick i think i found it 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get one of those mics also. I'm like very excited for this process. And this mic that I'm speaking into, I'm gonna bring with me to New York. So I'm gonna go to New York to visit my parents next week, which is exciting. Just you know, now we're just like sharing. And these the announcements, way, these announcements today. are getting less and less. Yeah, they're, guys, they're... I'm visiting my parents next week, so <laughs> this is the announcement, the big announcement. That's yeah, important. we're gonna we're gonna need to work on the announcement. <laughs> um, you know, ramping. <laughs> well, like we said, there's no news, no news, no news, and then all of a sudden today, it's like Megan King Edmonds is marrying into Joe Biden's family, and I'm going to visit my parents. Like, I mean, this is just breaking news. Oh God. Okay, let's start with Real Housewives of Potomac. What a night! Uh, what some a night. of the most interesting things about this season. Well, I guess the most interesting thing to me so far in a great season has been the reaction, the fan reaction, because last year's. You know, last year was so crazy, and it really got stressful towards the end of the season because it was constantly talking about this fight between Monique and Candace. Monique and Candace, who started it? Did she deserve it? It's never okay to have physical violence. You know, that whole thing. It got into, like, deeper issues, yeah. Yeah, but it just, like, talking about it and watching it every week and loving Bravo so much, it got really stressful. Right, it did, and so then this year, Candace, of course, is Candace. So everything about Candace is, you know, kind of victimy. It's like she'll throw the rock and then cry, you know, in the hide yeah. or whatever. And so watching the reaction from the audience has been crazy this year because she really has people who are like, everybody does that. Everybody does that. Why are you only getting on Candace? Why is it only Candace out of everybody else? Nobody gives anybody anything except for Candace. Well, I hope that you all, I thought, you know, those people, that specific group of people is going to watch this episode and be like, well, okay. (laughs) You know, sometimes Candace does. And they still don't. They're still like, nope, Candace was right. So I guess it just goes to show you that, man, once you love your housewife, they yeah. can do no wrong, really, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, what have you learned nothing from me, Ronnie? I'm like, guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have put my money on several different housewife horses, okay? And I am riding them to the end, not to compare women <laughs> to animals, but still, I'm using a, me- a race, a horse track metaphor for better or for worse. I am an apologist. I will, I, I hold on to my favorites to the bitter, 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 bitter bitter end okay so i get it now unfortunately the candace apologists i don't really understand their mentality i don't understand what they i don't i think i can understand the camp value that she's just this such a huge monster that you gotta love her for being this horrific horrific monster but as a person she's obviously you know like the worst and what i really appreciated about this lettuce fight First of all, that is it, that involved lettuce. I really like that. Second of all, I like that there was a clear um, step A, step B, step C, step D to it. Like it was, it wasn't all at once. So it's, we didn't have to do a whole Zapruder film where we say, "But look, she was clearly tugging, but then the glass was clearly being thrown." It's like no, she threw up. She threw two pieces of lettuce. Mia grabbed from lettuce bowl B and threw a bunch of lettuce. Then Candace went to lettuce bowl A and threw more lettuce. <laughs> there was a clear sequence, and we could track like how it all played out. Yeah, well, it was clearer, and this time we didn't have the Giselle effect, right? Like Giselle pushed her into Candace, or Giselle pushed Candace into Monique, which started the actual physical thing. So we didn't have that. Like, did she push her, or was she trying to pull her back, or why is Giselle's hand on her chest, and what was going on? Yeah. You know, we don't have that whole thing. So yeah, like you said, it's it is much clearer. I just, I guess it stresses me because I read all the comments, and then I'm like, well, wait, what am I? Am I a bad person? What were the because comments saying? 
because I actually so I so I literally uh, only watched it right before we started recording. Like I, I just stopped it, so I didn't actually get to check in on what people were saying. But I did see on Twitter that Candace was was trending. <laughs> yeah, well, mostly it's just. Candace sets this narrative with her fans, right? That right. there's this huge double standard and that everybody is just basically against Candace at all times, but they let everybody else off from everything else. And then it's going to come up later this season with colorism. And I know this because I've seen it on her Twitter, which who am I? I'm not going to deny colorism. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that yeah. that exists, right? I, I think everyone um, is waiting for the two of us to really weigh in on colorism. Yeah, actually. everyone really, everyone really <laughs> needs my opinion on that. For. <laughs> right. So I'm not, I'm not going to wait, you know, because obviously it exists. But she's bringing that up a lot on Twitter and saying, well, it's because you know a lot of the commenters are saying it's skin color and it's different. You know, it's shades basically, right. and that's the problem. And then I'm like, well, am I am I a terrible person because I just watch this and think she's dead ass wrong? Yeah. So I mean, you know, like w- yeah. it stresses me out. In other words, I'm like, am I a terrible person? Like, what's going on? You know? Well, I, I have no idea if, um, you know, when I watch the show and Mia calls Candace's music video low rent, to me, she's just saying it's low rent. Um, but I don't, again, I'm not really in, in, in those shoes where low rent has some sort of code that's associated with colorism. I'm not, so, so that's something that didn't even occur to me, uh, cause I'm, you know, I'm like a white guy, right? So sometimes like, it's like, hello, blind spots. But that being said, um, Candace's music video was filmed in like a recreational parking lot and it was like a Ford Fiesta. And I think like we all agree, like whatever you're going to, whatever you're going to, however you're going to describe it, Candace's video was not the most professional. And it definitely was not like this was not something we're going to see on making the video if they were to reboot that on MTV, let's say. Well, maybe if Kevin Smith ran it. But, um, <laughs> You know, a the good thing about this episode and this fight, this whole fight in general, is that everybody's wrong. <laughs> so that helps. <laughs> that that also helps because you really don't have to take any sides in this because everybody's just wrong. So let's get into it. We start with the salad fight yeah. and screaming, fuck you, fuck you, Mia. And then Mia's turning around and being like, no, <laughs> fuck you. And then Karen's yelling at Candace, you don't know her story. Mm, you don't know it. You don't know it. And Candace is screaming, you don't know her story either. <laughs> And then, um, really, one of the rudest things we've seen is that um, Candace just shoves a golden statuette of a stork. There was like there were like two stork statuettes. They're either storks or maybe egrets, or they're just there were wading birds that were on that island in gold, brassy, you know. And she just shoves them over, and I was like, oh wow, we've yeah, now she escalated just flings from them. lettuce to, to statuettes. Yeah, she flings them across the counter, right? And she's like, watch your mouth! And then Wendy's like, not my wig! (laughs) (laughs) Not my good wig! Candace! Candace! And Candace is like, no! I don't give a fuck! Candace is literally sounding like a toddler. She goes, no! No! I'm like, oh my... (laughs) She goes, Karen! Karen goes, I promise you will! You will give a fuck! I promise I won't! I promise I won't! And then, of course, the guys are outside being like, oh my god, they're throwing shit inside. They're throwing... Oh my god, they're throwing shit. Yeah, and Karen's like, do you know a story, though? Mm? It started in Surrey County. A girl dreamt of growing up and bringing more than one wick at a time to a home candle. <laughs> Welcome to beautiful Surrey County! Mm? <laughs> Again, this is like, don't disrespect me and you won't get disrespected, okay? Don't get disrespected. And so Mia goes, 
Candace, let me tell you a story. I don't care. I don't care. Don't disrespect me. I was nice to your ass. As if, like, her being nice justifies, like, uh, being awful later on. Like, I, like you've put in enough nice capital that therefore you're allowed to be a monster? No. <laughs> right. So then Mia's like, I'm gonna tell you my story. So she picks up this really long glass dish, and Mia's just... So dumb, okay? She yes. picks up this dish, and it looks like she's going to use it as a pencil, you know, to make a point. Like, where you, like, do that. Where you're like, you listen here, Missy. And, of course, it breaks because it's glass. So now yeah. Candace has flung this porcelain, thing. porcelain, to be fair. I think it was, like, a porcelain. I, I wasn't sure what it is. Maybe, like, a long thing that you put peanuts in, like, serving wear. I don't know. We've all got one from, like, Ross Dress for Less kitchen section, right? Yeah. And so, and then we're like, what is this for? And then you put, like, four almonds in it. And then at Christmas, <laughs> everyone's like, thanks for the offering of, you know, like, what, a, a quarter of an almond each? Yeah. Thanks. It's like a peanut canoe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So she breaks that. So there's been things flung and things broken. But it was like <laughs> a gentle breakage. It was like a very slow-mo, like, no, I'm going to tell you about my mother. And then she just sort of, like casually lightly breaks this ceramic canoe it's like all going very slow motiony yes and so she's like my mother is a recovering drunk addict and candace is sobbing now yeah and she's like i don't care why are you sobbing what the fuck are you sobbing about (laughs) yeah that's what i was wondering she has tears going down her her cheek and she's like and i guess you know, I guess Mia says something about, like, I am proud of my mother. And Candace goes, be proud, but you're not going to say whatever the fuck you want to say to me. And I'm not going to respond. I'm going to respond. I'm going to respond. And then she just chops at a mortar and pestle. I'm like, <laughs> she is, like, not, she has no time for anything on this kitchen island right now. Yeah. And so Mia's like, sh- they're yelling, grow the fuck up at each other. And Mia calls her a spoiled brat. And then Candace goes, oh, did you look that up too? Did you look that up too? And I'm like, what's a, what's a big word, spoiled or brat? Like, what is, is it? A- what's happening in this fight? Do you need a PhD to have like an understanding of that concept of spoiled brat? <laughs> and she's like, you just got here. And Mia goes, you need therapy. G, take your bitch. Take your bitch home. Take your bitch home. Oh, God, Candace yelling, gee, take your bitch home. Jesus. So then Wendy's like, uh-uh, don't talk about the husband now. And Karen's like, mm-hmm. That's the sound that Karen's face made. <laughs> Karen's yeah. just giving this look like, um, I told you why I stood by Monique last year. Because yeah. it was not 100%. And Ashley, meanwhile, is like clearing everything else that's like near Candace away. She's moving all the mortar and pestles and whatever, whatever other items are on that kitchen island. She's moving away. Yeah. So then in the hallway, um, Mia's going off to G, and she's like, I'm not going to take anything from someone that dysfunctional. He's like, okay, fine, let's go. It's like, no, he's crazy. I want no association with her. <laughs> and then back to Karen. Karen's telling Candace, did you know the story? Did you know it? She's like, I don't care about her story, Karen. And she's like, well, you have a right to not care, but mm, my thing was, did you know the story before all this happened? Story of the babe. What babe? Babe with the power. What power? (laughs) Power of voodoo. 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 (laughs) And Candace is like, no, I did not know about the mother. And um, Candace, then Candace goes, she's breaking things. She's breaking things. That's what they do at the strip club. She needs to go. Candace, you just flung a goose. Um, not a goose. You just a you just some, sort, some kind I, of metal, some, yeah, some sort of gully- long-legged wading bird that's ensconced in in, <laughs> in like a, a bronze finish. <laughs> not 
Candace, <laughs> you chopped at a mortar and pestle. Okay, you was threw it? lettuce. Okay, you you aggressed first. Okay, like this was you who did this. Okay, and now you're gonna be like she's breaking things. Well, like yes, Mia did break something, but I feel like as you said, I think she was trying to be like a like a pointer be, to be like now here here like almost like a very sad gavel moment and it was like yes. it wasn't a it was like not very violent it was like a, it almost looked like maybe while she was retorting to candace she was also trying to kill a spider on the island you know <laughs> or house it you know just like put something above you know like a little dome on top of it or like, something like I don't, who the fuck knows? yeah <laughs> yeah um, like candace but- was the one flinging stuff across the <laughs> counter right and now she's like she she's broke things she's throwing things so, um, of course, it cuts to the guys playing pool. <laughs> They're like, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> someone, oh, and Candace is like, she called everyone a broke bitch. And so Chris is like, well, where's G? And Eddie says, well, the pimp was told to go get his hoe. And Chris goes, by Candace? And he's like, well, I think the deductive reasoning would probably <laughs> Chris show is not us totally that it sure was what Candace. reasoning is, but... <laughs> He He's like, did you look out. that up too? Did you look that up? <laughs> By the way, we also talk about the fact that when Mia was like, "We're gonna, go, I want to leave, I want to leave," and G is, G's, G's like, "Okay, I need my keys. I need, I need my keys." I'm like, "You are wasted." Is anyone gonna point out the fact that this man <laughs> is wasted and he wants his keys to drive home? So, um, so then Ascala, she's like upset in the kitchen. She's like, "I was gonna eat the salad," <laughs> so she's all bummed out. And Candace says, well, she threw it at me. Um, and which is, of course, is like, you started it. You started you also, it, ma'am. Okay. And you also Romains of the back. day. Yeah, Romains yes. of the day. <laughs> and she's like, if you if you have a story about your mother, I mean, how does she know I don't have a feeling about being low budget? Well, you know who else has a feeling about being low budget? The house who furnished everything on that kitchen countertop from the Ross Dress for Less kitchen section. Okay, yeah. that's who else did. You just shot all over them. I'm I'm sorry. I just don't feel like, unless there's a larger story, which I'm open to hearing, I just don't feel like if someone says your music video was low budget, how that, like is somehow on the same level as saying your mo- your mama is low budget, especially when the the mom had like has issues is in recovery has issues with substance abuse there was a foster care situation i'm sorry to me it's there there candace is acting as if they're just like equal like equally terrible insults and admittedly candace didn't really know the full context but she knows now and it's just it's crazy to me that she's sort of acting as if they're just like equally vile insults and one has to do with like it was like a it was a it was like a it was like the community community park parking lot for crying out loud. But then, you know, on the other hand, Candace is uh, just saying your mom. I mean, yeah. I don't really see why that's such a big deal. I mean, that's like a heavenly move, right? It's like a fifth grade taunt. It's like your mom. But you know what, the, <laughs> but you know what though? She, the first time she did it, like she did it and we all were like, because we all knew the context, right? But it didn't turn into like a big lettuce fight the first time I did it. But she but she doubled down on it again last episode. So the second time around, she knew she shouldn't have done it, and she went in anyway. And that's when it got really bad. Well, I think it's also that they already had this fight at the Reasonably Shady Party. So for her to pretend like this is coming up for the first time and she's just so mad about it, it's like, this is so old. You know, she called you low budget. You said your mom. Like, why are you sobbing in the kitchen right now, hurling things across the counter <laughs> over this? I don't get yeah, it. I mean, I just don't I mean get obviously, it. I think that Candace has deep insecurities about 
being viewed as low rent. And I actually believe that those come from probably some like deep childhood uh, moments that she probably was taunted. She, there, there, there are probably links that are, it goes deeper than just like, oh, well, she did shoot a, like a cheap video in a parking lot. Like I will totally allow that she, that, that the insecurities about like where she stands financially probably stem from some, some deep shit, you know? But at the same time, it's like, she can't, also act like that music video was you know was like the epitome of like a a big blockbuster you know michael jackson video you know yeah so canvas is like um you know it's clear that she just doesn't get it so chris comes in and she's like "Uh uh-oh here i go gonna get in trouble you're gonna yell at me well here's what happened mia threw a salad at me and i threw two pieces of lettuce at her and then she took a handful and threw it at me and he's like (laughs) so you threw a salad this literally sounds like elementary school right (laughs) yeah (laughs) i threw two but she threw a handful (laughs) like as if a handful is like so much more damaging so he's saying, well, they sh-, or she's saying, well, they should leave. They should just leave. And he's like, no, they shouldn't. And she goes, the pimp and his concubine should leave. Now, this is where she totally loses me. Because I think both Mia and Candace's fights are stupid, okay? I think it was shitty of you to call her a thing low budget and go talk shit to her mom. That was shitty. And I think it's shitty of you to say your mom at her or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is where it gets really shitty. When she f- walks around calling someone a whore over and over again and yelling yeah. at their husband that he's a pimp, I'm like, that's just gross, lady. Like, that's what, that's when it crosses the line to just being gross. Because yeah. Mia probably was a hooker, and who fucking cares, okay? <laughs> it's called having a job, Candace. Yeah, at least she worked at something. By the way, let's also not forget Wendy's role in all this, which is that Wendy is the one who riled up Candace about Mia talking to her mom. Commercials, here comes one right now. So, um, so Chris is like, he's like, okay, stop, stop, stop. You're going outside. You're going outside. And so he pulls her outside and everything. And, um, and then Karen Karen, meanwhile, is talking to Mia. And goes, You're going to stand up with dignity. You're going to remember who you are. Nobody can make you feel cheap, whether you have one wick or 45 wicks. No one will make you feel cheap. And you're your mother. Do you understand me? Don't you give that power to anyone. And she's giving like a full impassioned crying speech. She's like, do not give anyone that power. <laughs> not here. In Surrey County, County of the Hams. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> Karen's like giving this whole speech in a movie. And Mia comes in, at, or I'm sorry, uh, Mia says, well, I don't feel like that and I'm not going to feel like that. But if there's anybody who's that ruthless, then they can put me into that space. Um, so now Wendy's there. She She's come in and she's sitting with Karen. And Giselle's like, look, here's what's going to happen. If she stays, I'll stay. And if she goes, I go. Which, yeah. You know. Right. And, um, and Mia's like, she's like, she can talk about me all day long. Don't talk about my mom. My mom has worked way too fucking hard. You have to understand being a little girl who was left behind. I had to fend for myself my entire childhood. And she has never been a mother to me, but she has worked her ass off to get to where she is today. And her sobriety is everything to me. And I'll be damned if I let this little fucking chihuahua take that from from her. If my mom relapses because of that bitch, she better catch my ass outside. And, you know, now she's doing this whole thing like you're going to make my mom relapse, which... What? 
I don't, <laughs> I think they're just both wrong. I think this is ridiculous too. You're bringing your mom on TV and putting through, putting her through all this shit when she is in a weakened state. I mean, that kind of makes me uncomfortable in the first place. But then to turn this whole fight like it's Candace's fault if your mom relapses. I mean, come on. Well, You're perfect for housewives. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Also, let's not forget that that uh, Mia did order her mama limoncello a few weeks ago. So, um, uh, anyway, Ashley's like, "Well, that's what she always does. She always hits below the belt." So then we go outside, and Candace is now doing her. She's doing her sob story, which was from day one. From day one, she has been going off on people from day one. And Chris is like, "So what?" Let other people deal with that. And Candace says, well, she wanted smoke, so I invite her into my room for smoke. <laughs> oh, God. And he's like, that's not how you handle it, okay? That's what fucking children do. And she's like, I will not let anyone say what they want to say. You're not going to want to say what you want to say. But you're fi- But it's fine for you to walk around screaming whore at people for weeks on end, right? Yeah, exactly. So then, and by I the mean, way, I also like, I like Chris... I like Chris saying, like, you don't act that way because that's what children do. When two seconds go, he's like, Candace, go outside. Go outside right now. Settle down. You go outside. I'm like, you realize you're basically acting like a daddy to her, right? Yes, and you can tell they do this all the time because she's like, no, I do not need to go outside. He's like, yes, you do. You need to go outside. She's like, I don't need to go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Did you finish your homework? No. (laughs) my niece pulled this shit when she was like two years old at the disney light parade the electric light parade and i will never forget it every time i even hear that music i'm like oh go outside go go away you are not watching this parade young lady (laughs) yeah i just think it's i uh, i think your point though is the most salient one which is that she is going on and on about like i'm not gonna let anyone just say whatever the fuck they want to say when she literally does that in all her interviews uh, all up on her Twitter, to everyone's faces all the time, and then someone someone steps her. It's like what you always say, you know, you you know, you punch a bully in the nose, and what they do, they just start to cry, cry, like, cry, cry, cry. You've never seen a bigger victim than a bully who gets punched in the nose ever. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, the girls are all the other girls are all with Mia now, and Escala is like, well, the other day when you made the comment about her video shoot being low budget, that really did hurt her feelings and she's like well i mean if she was hurt about me calling her mo- her me her vi- whatever that was low budget then <laughs> she, she should have said that i mean listen it is low budget right now i'm new to this all right like when i was a new business owner everything was low budget we were trying to preserve those pennies honey and now i made four hundred and fifty thousand. sorry everybody <laughs> literally no one cares so Scott's like Mia is the reason why you talk about work and business because there was a time when you didn't have all that and she's like no I talk about work and business because I work my ass off for it and I'm proud of it do you know how many brochures I have shuffled around on tables to make $450,000 a year? <laughs> um, so Scala's like, okay, but for the rest of the trip, can we not talk about how much money you have? You know, because we're here to have a good time. And Karen's like, that's what this weekend is about. Dried ham under a Christmas tree. <laughs> well, people are going to go that low. I want no parts, okay? I, I'm okay with one part of it, but I don't want any parts, plural, okay? And my mom tells me every single day she doesn't not think about getting high. So for someone to say that about her, it's going to hurt her, and I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> 
Well, that I understand. I feel like if you know what, going back to your point about like, is Candace going to drive Veronica like off the wagon? Maybe, maybe not. But I can understand Mia just wanting to defend, feeling defensive for her mom who is in you know like a fra- like potentially a fragile place. I do too. I guess my point with that is you're on a Real Housewives show, and so to bring someone that fragile on it and then make it about them yep. possibly relapsing any moment is just not a great move, right? Yeah. It's like notoriously not a great move. Like we saw it on Salt Lake City where Whitney brought her dad on and it yep. getting everyone's opinion from online and on Twitter and this and that sent him over the edge again, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't help having two people like us just adding to the mess, but we will do it anyway. So Mia, um, yeah, ba- basically Mia is like saying that, she, that, that Candace doesn't understand you know, the impact that she has. So can then Candace is still going off and she's like, when you come for me and what I have worked hard for, then fuck you. Do you know how hard it was? You almost have a Mustang at that video shoot. That was hard work. Okay. <laughs> I had to practice my line. We'll have some water, please. <laughs> for three days. Do you know how long I thought about what sort of beverages we should have had on our fake date at the beginning of that video? That was hard work. Hard. And he's like, listen, you know, look, you know where we are. I mean, look, we're we're in a new house. I make duck quesadillas online now. I mean, come on. Are you insecure about where we are? She's like, no, I am not. So you're saying she's insecure, and that's why she's responding to you like that. But then you're responding like that. Doesn't that say you're insecure? And she's like, No. Like, okay. Well, Do you want nice your try? No. <laughs> it says you need to watch the fuck out what you say and mind your fucking mouth. Prostitute, whore, pimp, get your whore, pimp, pimp, pimp. <laughs> and he's like, but somebody has to shut the fuck up at some point. She's like, well, not, it's not time to shut the fuck up. And so uh, she's like, tell me to shut the fuck up then. And he goes, are you going to be quiet now? And she kind of smiles. She's like sitting on his lap. She's like, okay. <laughs> and then she has, of course, the, the, the tissue squares out. And he goes, it's okay to respond one time, okay? The more you speak on it, though, the more you show that it bothers you, Candace. It's my terrible so then, accent. Um, <laughs> yeah, Which I Chris's accent it. is also, you know. I like the new Chris. I liked it. It was like he was being played by a different actor today, and I liked it. It's a nice break. It's like I got the Saturday matinee and the lead couldn't show up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then uh, Mia, Karen's telling Mia to stay and all that. And so back to Chris and Candace. He's like, you know, you don't have to apologize to her, but just say, Mia, I'm not going to disrespect you. And I would appreciate it if you don't disrespect me. She's like, no, I will not agree to that. (laughs) So then back in, um, Wendy is checking on Mia and she decides to stay. And so then she's standing in the hall with G and Karen and Karen goes, this is just crazy. And G says, well, it's you women folk. The men are fine. And she goes, yes, well, we get heated like the stalks of wheat and shirt. And he's like, Oh, why do you look so good, girl? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girl. Why do you look so good? (laughs) And Karen, Karen's response is, I'm getting remarried. Okay. And I'm going to tell Ray, you stuck your tongue out. I love that everything is sort of like she leads with I'm getting remarried. She's really pushing this storyline. Uh, um, and she tells us, she's crazy. Hmm? 
Uh, do you know you're talking to the ambassador of Surrey County, sir? Have some dignity. Mm? <laughs> so Karen is like, get your man under control, Mia. Mm. So Mia basically agrees to stay as long as Candace stops talking shit about her mom. And Mia's like, she can call me a hoe and say my husband got me a strip club. And But like, you can't keep talking about that. Like, you can, you can call me that, though. And she goes... Hold on, I got you at a strip club. <laughs> Karen's like, strip club? Strip club? <laughs> oh, the male strip club. Yes, I love it. You have to choose between one steak or another steak. It's very mm. difficult to do. You know, we're trying to get a sequel to one of our movies called The Bridges of Surrey County, but it hasn't really gotten any traction yet. <laughs> Surrey becomes sir. Hmm? <laughs> the Surrey Wild. Surrey from the Edge. Surrey versus Surrey. <laughs> so, uh, uh, see Surrey. So Mia is like, <laughs> Surrey's so, choice. Well, Mia's like, um, yeah, and she also said that I was standing on the corner, and Karen's like, well, and she goes, no, whoa, 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 wait. Now, I did not see you on the corner. I did see you in the strip club. I mean, I saw you as a waitress. She's like, yes. And he goes, yeah. And then I saw you as a fucking entertainer. She goes, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I saw you as an entertainer. And then they start, like, crotch dancing in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, they're just, like, really turned on by this memory. And they're, like, crotch dancing. He's like, yeah. You know, she would just sit and talk. I would request her. You know, I'd be like, here, here's X number of dollars. 10000 Yeah, and just come talk with me. <laughs> and everyone's like... It. Ten thousand uh, damn dollars. I mean, Miss Cleo's jealous. I mean, I thought she was expensive. Wasn't she like nineteen dollars a minute? <laughs> yeah, this was. Um, I but I love how they're they just are like very they they're very open about it. They don't they almost don't seem to care, which is why it's so funny that Candace keeps trying to get under their skin because it's like not working on that front, you know. You can't shame the shameless, baby. That's right. Um, so Karen's like, well, enough has been said. We just all need to get to know each other better. And I need to find my luggage and get to my bed. Where is my bedroom, anyway? Wendy's like, just go upstairs. There's different numbers on the door. You know, you can just take any one you want. Yeah. So then is checking in on Candace. And Chris is sweeping up salad. And while he's sweeping up the salad, um, Ashley's in the kitchen. And he's like, by the way, Ashley, you know what? You know, I know that, like... You know, you don't always get along with my wife, and I don't always get along with Michael, but you know what? Like, I still follow you on Instagram, and motherhood looks real, real good on you, and, you know, congratulations on your second baby, okay? If it ever wants to learn how to make duck quesadillas, I've got a good discount code for you. You know what? If if you need that baby, if I ever had a baby, his first name is Bioli, okay? <laughs> if you ever need that, just let me know. I'll come and help you out. <laughs> and she's, she's like, like, thank you. That's very nice. <laughs> But your wife called me wide, and I didn't really appreciate that comment. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, well, you know, she uses a lot of adjectives. <laughs> like deductive. You ever heard that word deductive before? It's got duck in it. That's why I use it. <laughs> you ever make a deductive quesadilla? <laughs> <laughs> That's when your quesadilla is trying to figure you out while you eat it. So, so he's um, like, this is just so hilarious watching chris literally cleaning up candace's mess and it's yep. all over the place and so he's like "Nah, that's all i'm doing they can do the counter and then he goes to the other side and there's lettuce all over there too he's like <laughs> god damn it you're going outside lettuce you're going outside 
welcome to the next four years of your life because that's around when I think their marriage will expire. So Gordon is now, now they're moving into their rooms and Gordon is sticking out his tongue. Now he's just sticking out his tongue at just rooms. He's like, yeah, bedroom. <laughs> and Karen's like, I'm ready to go home. I mean, when I walked through that door and the salad started flying, I was like, what happened to our Zen moment, huh? I've been here less than an hour. I've seen salad tossed, a plate broken, and a tongue rolling around in somebody's hand. <laughs> so, so Ascala and Wendy come in to talk to her, and Ascala's like, you know, I mean, I like to have fun with my girlfriends. Like, we need to cut all of this out, you know? And Karen goes, yeah, I can toss my salad at home. <laughs> with scrambled eggs, pre- preferably. <laughs> and... <laughs> The girls are like, uh, you know that that has another... They're all like laughing, and they're like, you know that has another meaning. She's like, what? What is it? Is it salad? I don't get it. Is it like, is this something about like, you know, is it like when I go and clean my wheels, and I call that a rim job? Is it like that? You know? And they're like, oh, God, Karen. <laughs> it's ass-eating Karen. And she's like, oh, oh I'm getting remarried. Mm, I'm leaving now. I'm getting remarried. Remarried to Ray. The one name sensation that everyone in the country knows, Ray. Hmm? I'm gonna be. Yeah, she keeps just saying Ray as if everyone knows who Ray is. And she's. I'm gonna go downstairs <laughs> to the kitchen because I hear there's two ketchup bottles, and you know, as long as I'm getting remarried, so should the ketchup bottles. <laughs> Katie's down there, <laughs> just pouring. Ketchup Katie from Vanderpump ketchup. Rules. <laughs> yeah, Katie from Vanderpump Rules Very is just down there hitting the fifty-seven. <laughs> Uh, so so now, G, of course, is snoring in bed, and Mia's cracking up. She calls and checks on her mom and the kids and stuff. And yeah. then what? So then Ashley is trying to call Michael, but sorry, Michael's not going to answer. Have you learned nothing? Do you think Michael's <laughs> just going to suddenly change? No. I'm sorry. Not. I'm on a 48-hour business meeting. Leave a message after the beep. Beep. <sighs> Uh, so then Ashley tries, oh, Ashley tries to call Michael. Sorry. <laughs> so then uh, everyone's getting ready for dinner and, uh, Chris is playing pool and I'm only pointing that out because they do a close up on his drink because it's a Chris scene. Yeah. So they have to really drive home. Chris is an alcoholic now in the yeah. editor's room. Chris is an alcoholic and Karen's getting remarried. They like, they're really good about like planting these signposts here. So that we, we remember our through lines, you know? So yeah, um, they cut to a doe standing outside, you know, with a rocks glass in its paw. <laughs> I wonder how those cows are doing, by the way. Oh, um, yeah, the cow and the duck, up. the cow and the duck, just watching. So Candace yeah. tells us, "I have said all I have to say to Mia, and I have nothing else to say to that girl." And then Mia tells us, "Man, this is supposed to be a good time for us cultured, educated black people, but clearly no one knows how to act, self included." So then uh, Giselle and Robin drive up uh, in separate cars and in really bad moods, of course, because (laughs) little do they know, they just proved that this show can kind of do it without them, right? Because who really missed them? They they clearly got a call from the producers like, "Um, you need to come on the cast vacation. And if you don't, uh, bad news, there's already a fight happening. So you're disposable. Yeah, exactly. You could be fired any moment. You might want to get here. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So then they act like they're doing everyone this huge favor, and uh, Giselle's like, well, me and my luggage are here, rah. but let's be clear, I'm not here for Wendy and her stank face. Yeah, and then uh, and Robin says, Ashley gave me a major guilt trip over this trip, so I gave in, and thank goodness Giselle is coming along. <laughs> 
So then um, Giselle, does she get up to her room? I guess. Well, Didn't Chris she, help her she with walks in and, and Chris, she basically makes Chris bring all her stuff up to her room because she's got a broken foot. And then she gets to her room and it's just like two twin beds. And there's like a crab cake on the bed that Ascala left there three hours ago. Um, and Giselle is really upset because there's no bathroom in there. I know you go to take a vacation and you just end up like staying in something that's like Robin's house. She's like, yeah. thanks. Like they're stuck in the attic on these twin beds. I feel and like so they've forgotten about Rehoboth Beach. Like all they have to do is remember their vacation to Rehoboth Beach season one. And then they will, they should always be grateful for any accommodation they're in. Cause that's all better <laughs> yeah. than that. So Candace comes up and squeals and um, jumps on Robin and stuff. And she's like, hi foot to Giselle. And Robin's like, whoa, I heard that you were throwing salads. <laughs> yeah, and Candace tells the story, and her version is, well, it escalated a little bit, and then we went downstairs, and Mia's talking to Ashley behind me, and she's like, she's mean. So I took two pieces of lettuce and was like, G has not fed you. And she took a handful, and she broke property, and she broke porcelain. She, again, is making it seem like she just, you know, did... Very little. And admittedly, throwing two pieces of lettuce is not that big of a deal. But also throwing a handful of lettuce is also not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm almost scoring on what was flung across the countertop at this point. Yeah. Like, I need something heavier, literally, to score on. Okay? Yeah. And you heard a gazelle. Uh, you, heard a, you heard a brass gazelle or stork or whatever so the fuck stork, that bird was. Yeah, it was a wading bird egret. Um, so Candace... <laughs> Not quite a flamingo, but I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Stork. So Candace, the point is this though: Candace started it. Okay, Candace started the actual part that went beyond just words. So, so Cand- she's like, and she kept saying low budget, low budget, and Giselle goes, well, you know, I wanted to talk to you about the your mother thing, and she goes, well, she came from my mother first, and she's like, no, 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 no. There's a difference between came to your mother and came for your mother okay she went to your mother and talked but she did not come for your mother and in this group we do not talk mothers and candace is like yes we do people come for dorothy all the time and, yeah because and giselle just starts laughing and she's like no because well no because giselle is like do we come for our mothers and candace goes yes and giselle just starts laughing like this girl's deranged she's like no we do not you know so um candace goes well i said your mother's low budget it's an equal situation uh which i I, again, even though it was sort of just like a yo mama joke, I still think it was not an equal situation. So then Candace, um, she's like, you know, I only learned the situation later. And then I saw the hurt in her face. But did she see the hurt in my face? I'm like, about the parking lot? Come on. Yeah, we saw we all saw the hurt. You were sobbing in the middle of the kitchen for no reason. So then um, Candace is like, well, don't worry. Chris took me outside and yelled at me. And Giselle goes, okay, good. And Robin says, well, I mean, I heard that Mia was crying. And Candace goes, oh, she was? She was? Really? I didn't know she was crying. Oh. <laughs> so then Candace tells us, if I had known about Mia's, mo- Mia's mom trauma and childhood, I would have read her big ass hands or feet or something. I wouldn't have talked about her mom. <laughs> <laughs> so then Giselle says, so where are you now? She's like, we are nowhere now. So then Candace leaves because Wendy knocks to come in and say hello. And Wendy's like, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> and Giselle's like, oh, look at her. She's smiling. I haven't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. Wendy's like, oh, good. <laughs> the so attic G- ladies. The attic ladies complaining already. 
Yeah, and so Giselle's like, so uh, what bathroom uh, should we be using? Uh, and Wendy goes, does this room not have a bathroom? I mean, <laughs> it's like a closet. Like, do you see any bathrooms around here, Wendy? <laughs> They're both being so passive-aggressive. It's amazing. So Giselle literally says, do you see one? Nah. And when <clears throat> Wendy's like, shit, I don't know. Rooms weren't assigned. Individuals got to pick. So I guess since you guys were the last ones, this is what was left. Oopsies. And Giselle's like, well, because you're the host, ah, what bathroom should two additional people be using? Uh, you were last, okay? Yeah. You were last, ma'am. And uh, Wendy's like, well, there's a bathroom downstairs. And then we just get a close-up of Giselle's foot. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, isn't there, there's no bathroom on the second floor whatsoever? I mean, I guess maybe that's possible. But, um, yeah, we get the, the, the close-up on the foot. And then Ashley sort of, like, uh, breaks up the tension by sort of, barging in with a bunch of shots for everyone and then Mia walks in and you know Robin is in no mood she's like well I don't know what to do at this point I just don't know I'm like you just have you ever like stayed at someone's house before (laughs) it's just it's like really simple you know just you stay you, you have your bed and then use a bathroom a bathroom one of the many bathrooms in this building Emma Giselle has the nerve to tell us okay Wendy once again you failed I've come to the eastern shore and you can't make sure I have a bathroom. Um, you just trying to not let people use the bathroom at your outside party in a construction zone. That's right. What are you yeah, talking I, about? Exactly. And I'm sorry that Wendy did not consult with I am pay beforehand to make sure there was like a, a bathroom built onto this room for you. And yeah. you came late. And you're late after saying you're not coming. So whatever. So then um, it's nighttime. Everybody's getting ready now. And Roger's uh, Roger. Sorry, it's my <laughs> brother. Someone in Roger. Who shows I'm up. all mad at Roger. I'm like, how dare he act like this on the Real Housewives of Potomac? <laughs> I used to work uh, but, with a Roger. This big, uh, this big guy who used to order this enormous pizza for us all the time. Like <laughs> the size of a a pizza. The size of a. I don't even know this. I, I can't even say how big the pizza was. It was just so big. You don't. You don't just like visually know the numbers of pizzas, like the size. It was like larger than any large pizza that you've ever seen. Any l- extra large pizza. I'm trying to like think of a visual reference. Like it was the size. It was like the you could put a pole in was it, 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 and it would be a it would be a proper umbrella size. Oh, like okay. A fully extended umbrella. Like I like them when they're the size of those giant clocks that everybody puts in their kitchen because I can't think of like other yeah. designer things or like yeah you know, I guess it was design like things I mean you're like an, yeah. an enormous enormous pizza that like does not fit through a doorway yeah um so everybody's getting ready and Robin's like Roger. so we're just God damn it, I'm going to kill you with your Roger Sorry. pizza. Okay? <laughs> so uh, Robin's Roger. like, we're just going to be low budget for the weekend. And the, everyone's gathering in the kitchen. And I love that she just brought low budget into it. Because it's like, <laughs> hello, read the room. All right? So, so Wendy's like, well, yeah, we kind yeah. of coordinate when we go on vacation. It's our thing. It's the Osefo way of life. I was like, oh, God. Of course it is. We knew. We knew by the, like, live, laugh, love, this is us poster in your bedroom. Okay. This we also ex- this also explains why Eddie now has new boobs. I was like, that? Okay. So some coordination. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. it's a lot of boobs on that family. So um, uh, so they all got into the, the party van and everything. And uh, <laughs> G is already in the van. He's an early van getter into. 
And so then Giselle gets on the van. He's like, hi, Robin. And she's like, I'm Giselle. Or they're like, that's Giselle. <laughs> so and then, of course, Candace winds up getting stuck sitting next to Mia, which is perfect for all of us. And she says, sitting next to Mia is like getting picked last for dodgeball. So I have a feeling she would know. Yeah. So uh, She's Ashley, to me, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. So Ashley, um, Ashley comes in, and you know they're all just taking their seats, and she sits next to Karen. Karen's sitting between Giselle and Ashley, and um, she's she's like, "So G seems nice," and Giselle's like, "He tried to stick his tongue at me." And Giselle's like, "No way, you lie!" And so they're all laughing together, and Giselle and Karen getting along. Look at that! Yeah, and she goes, "Do you know what tossing salads is, Giselle?" And she's like, "Yeah, of course." She goes, "Do you know what teabagging is? Mm, is it something you do right before you get remarried in Surrey County?" Mm-hmm. Karen goes, "Oh, are you talking about balls? Is that right, mm, balls?" Giselle's like, because Giselle says, well, what on a man looks like a tea bag? Uh, and if you were to drink tea, uh, you would have to put it uh, in your remarriage vows, right? Tea in your remarriage vows. <laughs> what on a man looks like a tea bag? Mm, under his chin. No. <laughs> his breast. No. His butt. No. His, his elbows. All right, let's think of a man that's not Ray. Okay. <laughs> mm, all right. <laughs> Um, so Karen's like, well, they talk so familiar with their teabagging shit. You know, they do it. You know, for the record, this is the only teabagging I do. And she, like, lifts up a little teabag from her tea. It's a single wick teabag, for the record, by the way. Must be Wendy's. (laughs) So she says, I don't need any more lessons tonight. I'm through. But not as through as Robin. Because Robin is just in the worst mood. And and, uh, Eddie's like, you okay, Robin? She's like, I'm on my period. (laughs) Yeah. And then they're trying to, like, G is sort of, like, waking up, going back to sleep, but he's awake now, and uh, they're tr- they're sort of joking around about the theme for the weekend, because the whole thing is supposed to be G-V-O, good vibes only, and they're like, G, what's the theme for this weekend? He goes, G-O-V, um, which is, of course, at the end of, like, the White House website, dot G-O-V. <laughs> he messed up I know, Candace is like, I used to work for them. <laughs> I used to work for good vibes only. <laughs> so, um, and then they're just sort of, like, talking about they're just like joking about GVO, GOV, yada yada, and then G is like long dick to be had. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know where that came from, but and Canvas because yeah. he goes TT, he goes LGTTT. I'm like, what's that? He's like long dick to be had, and Candace is like, um, that would be LDTBH. And he's like, okay, I was struggling. All right, you shouldn't have woken me up. It's just like a very strange episode of sesame street happening on this bus <laughs> yeah it really is and it's funny that candace you know is being all nice and chummy and like oh i just called your wife a whore and you a pimp and isn't this fun on the bus now why are we having fun now yeah it's like they just take like a little break that's one of the best things about this show i think that they go yeah. so hard and then they're like ha 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 what do you guys <laughs> want for dessert yeah seriously so then they get to this restaurant called Foxy's, and um, uh, they sit at this table. They're out like on a on a patio, and notably, they have a big long table. And then on one on one side of the table is like a, a small table of men, and on, on the other side of the table is a small table of women. And so they're sort of bisecting these two groups. So um, Wendy gives a little speech, and it's you know very Wendy. It's like, look, we're all together, yay. 
Um, so then they're going to have a crab boil tomorrow. And Chris is like, and we're going to catch them? They're like, no. So they start doing GVO, GVO, screaming, you know, or shouting, like, cheering, GVO, GVO. And then they order some drinks. And Giselle, you know, Giselle's evil, but, gosh, she can order. She yeah, orders she cla- crab claws to start. And then a brownie as her entree, and a salty I mean, caramel brownie for her entree. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty that's pr- pretty legendary, right? You know, she just <laughs> yeah. goes for it. So then, um, so then Ashley's trying to uh, trying to set up Giselle with one of the guys at the table, and she says that there's a guy in a blue sweater vest who keeps giving her eyes. And I, I mean, to me, it sort of begins and ends blue sweater vest. But you know, I appreciated the effort and everything. And Karen's like, Ashley, have you called home yet? Have you called home? Tell tell Michael that the ambassador of Surrey County welcomes him with open arms to her remarriage to Ray. <laughs> and then um, Ashley's like, I did. Michael took the baby to work. And it's really great because he had his assistant feed the baby. And she's like, the assistant breastfed the baby? She's <laughs> like, oh, no, I pumped my milk. And he's like, I was just kidding. Jeez, people. It was Michael so then, who was breastfed, of course, by the assistant. <laughs> yeah. So then Mia turns to G and she starts kissing him. And she's like, I'm like, enough of not showing you PDA. I've had enough. And he's like, oh, no, what's that? <laughs> She's like, public display of affection. He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, I thought it was a fun, I thought it was another fun thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then Robin's doing that that really annoying thing where she's in a bad mood so she's really going to broadcast it she's like are there any good hotels nearby i'm looking for a hotel looking for a hotel it's like okay robin we get it you don't <laughs> like your accommodation i know i love that she thinks it's a big threat it's like you won't get to wake up with me tomorrow everybody <laughs> darn uh, robin's not here how are we gonna enjoy this bagel <laughs> i know she's like i need my own bathroom i'm on my period and i want to ball up and cry so uh yeah she's like i don't i can't my party pooper i don't give a shit fuck you all <laughs> Yeah, so they do shots, and the waitress is like, this table of men bought you those shots. And Karen's like, "Mm, but these women don't need more shots. Oh, no. Hello, sailor. So then um, the wives are at the next table. That's who the other table of ladies is. And they're like, "Um, excuse us. What about your wives? No shots for us. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a, and then it's actually a commercial break as as, as if like the the drama between the uh, the extras is going to, it's going to be the thing that we care about most which honestly it was i was actually a little invested so when we come back giselle's like oh uh he's married uh not a love connection uh and and there all the women are kind of like laugh doing like laugh anger you know they're like you got you got you got us shots but not them etc so then karen gets up and uh, she goes over to the man and she goes, Hi, how are you? Ambassador Surrey County. Welcome, welcome. We really appreciate your shots, but I'm about to celebrate my 25th anniversary with Ray. I'm sure you know who Ray is because I just said his name like that. And they, these, you know, they are truly your woman and I'm going to need you to buy them whatever they want. Go broke on this. Buy them, buy them anything. And if you need any ideas, of course, there's a wedding registry for me and Ray that you can participate in and then buy me something and then buy it for your wife too if you care. If you want your marriage to last, it needs to hurt you in the pockets, boys. Um, So then Wendy's like, and I would like to make a toast. Okay, Wendy, enough. (laughs) Enough of your toasts. Thank you for planning the trip, okay? You don't get to make a toast every two minutes. 
But she yeah. does. She's like, a toast to forgiveness. And Mia doesn't really toast. And then Ashley, you know, Ashley must be feeling better. <laughs> it's like, yep. Ashley is feeling fine. So she's just going to come in and throw a bunch of shit against the wall. And, and here she she's is. She's good at it. The she Ashley Darby we all know. Yep. She's said, because when Wendy is like, we're going to do a toast to forgiveness, Ashley's like, well, I think Candace needs to turn her head the other way. And um, and then Ashley asks, you know, she's like, I have to ask you, Chris, like, how do you feel about what happened earlier today? Did you want to did you want to come in and deescalate and help? Did you want to do that? And he's like, I took her out back, <laughs> which is supposed to, I that guess, sounds... sound good. It sounds terrible. And Giselle's like, well, she said that you cussed her out. Da. And he's like, yeah, because I don't subscribe to that. OK, we're all good. Right. And me goes, yeah, because you're a real man. Yeah, and he's, he's saying like, we're all good between him and G, by the way. He's like looking at G and be like, we're all good, we're all good. And also, I want to point out, I don't know if you caught this, but when Ashley said, um, Chris, how do you feel about what happened earlier today? Did you want to come de- de-escalate and help? You hear Giselle go, ooh, good question, good question. And then it cuts to Giselle saying, oh, Ashley, we were doing so well. Which, again, shows, you know, Giselle's typical, you know, two-facedness on these things, which I love. Yes. That's the reason why I love her, to be honest. <sighs> Um, so, uh, Chris is like, we're good, right? And yeah, Mia says, cause you're a real man. So then Chris is like, well, you know, I just, that's great. Cause like, that's the place I want to get to with Michael. And Ashley goes, well, but he has opinions about your lifestyle. Like you have opinions about his lifestyle. What lifestyle is he living exactly? The like grabbing asses of production members or like waking up with randos in a hotel room. I don't, I don't know that I would describe any of this as a lifestyle, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. So then Chris is like, I have never said not one thing about Michael. And now she's like, false. And then we see a, like a reunion flashback of, of Chris saying that Michael has a history of disrespecting women uh, on the show, basically, which is true. not necessarily false. <laughs> That's true. It's completely true. And so Chris is like, um, yeah, I've never said one word. And she goes, yeah, but your wife has. And he says, yeah, but your man talks mad shit about me any chance he gets. And Candace goes, Michael referred to Chris as white trash. She goes, yeah, and you called Michael what? A slave driver? <laughs> and she's like, well, I have never referred to him as white trash. Like, and then we see a again, there. like the scale, again, the scale of, um, well, maybe I called him a slave driver, but he called my husband white trash. <laughs> yeah. And then we see the tweet where Candace called Michael an overseer. So, uh, and, and Ashley's like, but you called him a, a slave driver. And Candace goes, well, because he drives his slaves. And Chris is like, okay, I want you to stop. <laughs> I want you to stop. And of course, now Ashley is rightfully pissed, and she's like, so you're calling me a slave? Like you're trying to? You're calling me a slave? Like you? You better like you can't. You can't get it straight to save your motherfucking life, is what she says. Yeah, and Eddie's like, uh, going left. It's going left. And Ashley's like, yeah, you can't even keep your eyelashes side. Even your eyelashes are sideways. Go ahead. Go ahead. And uh, she, she's like, you have no idea how to be a civil human being. And she's like, and neither does your husband. Oh, yeah. no, Chris says that. Chris says, oh, and neither does your husband. And she goes, um, yeah, I'm not talking to you right now, okay? So you got into a fight with Mia today, and you actually put your hand in Mia's face today. And then you had the audacity to say, oh, I already went through this last year. And then we see a clip of that. And I was confused about how Candace was saying that. Was she like, oh, you don't want to put your hand in my face. I've already done this last year. Like, is she pretending that she won that fight? I mean, what's... Meaning, how is she saying it? Like... 
I, I mean, it's you're asking me to divine logic from what Candace is saying, and I'm not sure I can really do that. I think that oh, yeah. in the moment she was just sort of implying like, oh, like I got into a fight last time, and you know, it 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 was not a good thing. So like, you know, you better be careful around me because like I'm gonna fight. She, I think she's trying to say like I will fight back, you know. And oh, right. like I, I yeah, went that's to, how I, I went to. I, I I took this to the courts, right? Um, while she is simultaneously putting her hands right in Mia's face. <laughs> yes. Which admittedly Mia also put her hand. They, there's a lot of hands in the general common area there. So, um, so basically Ashley tells us, you know, that the common denominator in both the situations is Candace and it bothers her, bothers Ashley that Candace wants to play the victim instead of acknowledging and taking ownership of her role in these clashes. Right. And so Ashley says, we were all a part of what happened last year, and it was pretty traumatic. And Candace goes, and you played a huge part in that. She goes, no, I did not, ma'am. She <laughs> says, yes, and I will never speak about it with you because you were a bow fucked up individual in that. And Ashley. she's like, uh, the, oh, go ahead. No, I was like, Ashley's like, you're the one who started the fight. You threw salad at Mia, which I think is such a funny thing to say. Like, you threw salad at her. <laughs> you started, yeah. you threw the salad. And Candace is just yelling, don't go there with me. And she goes, oh, really? Don't go there? You can point your finger at me all you want, Candace. I don't care. And she's like, you are foul and fucked up. You are foul and fucked up. You are foul and fucked up. And now Chris is going, hey, 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 hey. Uh, and then he's like trying, he's like, now he's trying to get her out of there. And she's like, I don't need to go. I don't need to go. Okay, I'm sitting right here. I am sitting right here. Sit down. And so Chris is just so furious. He just walks off. Yes, trying to get her outside again. What is she, a puppy? It's like, outside, I know. Outside. That's what I thought, too. I actually felt like the way he was talking to her was like he was talking to a, like a puppy. I really felt like he was like, hey, yeah, It's hey, like hey, a puppy hey, who hey, pees hey. on the couch. He keeps telling her, go outside. And she's like, I do not need to go outside. <laughs> so <laughs> It was like a weird, it's a weird <laughs> dynamic between the two of them. A very weird dynamic. So he gets up and leaves, and um, she said, Candace is still, you know, yelling at Ashley, and she's like, you got involved in some legal shit, and then um, freaking at him. So yeah, he leaves, so then dun-dun-dun commercial. So when we come back, um, Ashley's just kind of scrunching at her face, because now she's like, ew, Chris, that's gross, because they cut back to the part where he's like, get up, you're going outside. And she's like, no, I yeah. don't need to go outside. <laughs> Yeah, and so um, you know, yeah, she and so basically, Candace is like, "Where's your husband? We don't know if he's at home, if he's in the strip club. Turn your find a friend on, find your man." I mean, she Candace is always <laughs> willing. I mean, she's actually not wrong in this situation, by the way, but she's always willing to go there, right? I mean, even though she was telling us that for someone who talks so much about like you can't just say anything to me, she really says some nasty things on in these confessionals. So Wendy's like, what happened to GVO? And Candace says, good vibes only. Ashley can suck my dick. And Ashley's like, bitch, you ain't got no dick. <laughs> She's like taunting her now. She's like, yeah. you have an oversized clip, but you do not have a dick. And Candace goes, oh, no, that's your friend, Mia. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. Do you need someone else against you right now? Yeah, and Mia just like laughs and goes, I'm I'm sorry. She gets on my nerves. She's like brochures that are off center. Totally on my nerves. So Dre goes outside and comforts Chris, and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not about this shit. This is stupid. So then uh, Dre's like, does this happen all the time where it escalates like that? And he's like, every time, every single time. And you know what happens to the guys? We end up being collateral damage. And he's yeah. like, just breathe. Just it's fucking breathe. annoying, bro. It's fucking annoying, bro. I mean, I feel like the reason why Dre went out there was really less to comfort um, Chris. I think he was just like, wow, I... 
cannot believe I allowed myself to come on this show finally. So, um, so then, yeah, at the back of the table, uh, Mia's saying, um, tells Candace, you can't say she's acting out of character because so are you. And then Candace goes, this isn't your fight. You're sitting next to your benefactor. Behave. And then G just starts laughing. G just cracks up. I mean, you know who else is sitting next to their benefactor? Chris. Okay. I'm so sick of her throwing that around. So then Robin is like, well, you know, with Candace, you just don't know what she's going to say. We've seen this over and over and over again with her. It's almost like she's looking for trouble. Oh, 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 really? Oh, so that's your opinion now? Nice. Hmm. So basically, they use Candace to help her get rid of Monique. Oh, I, I can't with Robin and Giselle. Okay, so then Giselle. <laughs> I love your hatred it, of them. It's just so pure, your hatred for Robin and Giselle. I, I Sometimes I just love to listen to it. I love to take it in. Oh, well, I did. And then I calm down and I'm like, oh, they're really fun and funny. And I then they pull shit like this episode. Oh. Yeah, they, I mean, they're being for sure like very annoying this episode. But um, generally speaking, they crack me up. So Giselle's like, well, I'm the kept man because she made me. And Candace says, oh, good. Very good, then. Very good. He says, I'm happy as a motherfucker. And she goes, good. Good, then. <laughs> and Mia's like, yeah, he's on my payroll. And Candace goes, um, but be clear. On the curb is where he found you. Yeah. Oh, and they're, fuck and they're, off. And- How is everyone not just saying, fuck off? Just leave. You're gross. Who says that? In front of the husband. Get out of here. But again, Mia and G are just like laughing at how ridiculous this is. And so, by the way, and this little spat is happening right in front of Karen. And so there's fingers that are like happening. And she goes, if one more finger goes in front of my face, I'm going to bite it. And then I'll let you know if it'll be served at our remarriage reception. So then um, G is like, so Wendy, when did you lose control of this? And they all start cracking up. And then Candace gets up. She's like calm now. And so she gets up and Mia goes, might want to check on your husband. She goes, oh, shut up. <laughs> and Chris, so she, she finds Chris. She goes, 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 did Chris get an Uber out of here or what? Mm-hmm. So Chris goes, can you please, please, I don't want you to, I, could you just please be the bigger person? Just let some shit go, which is probably something he has to say. Like, literally every day at Trader Joe's, at the bank, just, like, walking through a park. He just he just is probably pleading every single day for this. And it will never happen. Uh, so then um, Ashley is talking to Giselle about everything that just happened. And she goes, well, I mean, why would she do that knowing what we all went through last year? And Giselle's like, well, I wasn't going to let her blame last year on you. Uh. And she goes, but to do it again. So, like, put your finger in someone's face and be like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, we went through this last year. And Giselle's like, yeah, that's not cool. And Robin says, yeah, it's like she's asking for it. Mm. Yeah, they basically feel like they went, last year was all in vain because it's almost like she never learned. I'm like, you guys are on The Real Housewives. You aren't supposed to learn. (laughs) You're supposed to repeat your vile behavior for season after season after season (laughs) until you get axed. So then then Chris is like, he's talking to Candace and he's like, are you going to be calm? And she says, I was calm when you left. So uh, that they come back. Yeah, calmly calling a woman a whore and calling her, (laughs) saying her husband picked her up off the curb. Yeah, exactly. So all this food is arriving. It looks all so good. And then they come back 
And Giselle's like, I want to apologize uh, to the whole restaurant. Uh. And uh, and Karen says, well, this is a pissing contest and nobody is running out of urine. Which is an interesting metaphor to but end just, the episode but on. Karen had, a, Karen, Karen had a great, bizarre episode. <laughs> I loved every Karen moment in this episode. As usual. Well, and that was <sighs> it. That was the end of a really rocky and explosive episode. Just so, so good. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, stay tuned because the next episode up is our Real Housewives of Salt Lake City recap, which is going to be so fun. I cannot wait to talk about it. And um, thank, remember to tune in to talk to the talk. <laughs> I almost said talk. Take a seat, which is tonight, 7 o'clock uh, on the West Coast, 10 o'clock on the East Coast. And we're going to talk about uh, all what we just talked about here. We're going to talk about Megan King. Is she Owens now, I think? Um, and everything. All, all the stuff. Salt Lake City. All the good stuff. So that's on the Spotify Green Room app. And um, we'll talk to you either there or somewhere. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do, Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. 